welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time our adventurers were caught up in a storm, but before we return back to them, uh, we have a question from one of our listeners. Uh, So, this week, uh, we have a question from Seth. Uh, well, sort of a question. Uh, he uh, has a question for uh, Tormir, or Brandon, the player of Tormir. Uh, Seth says, My favorite part of role-playing games is the role-playing part. I really like to do voices for my characters, and I really love Tormir's voice. So, on to my question for Brandon. How do you get so good at doing your voice? Can you do other voices? And what would you recommend for me to get better at doing voices? Excellent question. And there's a lot to, that goes into it. Uh, but the best way is to just find an example of what you want to do. So, for example, uh, you know, I developed an Australian accent so I could try and do that. I got a little bit by talking to people who are Australian, not always going to be uh, available. And I also watched a lot of content that was made by people who are Australian. And so now I can do an Australian accent pretty well, you know, fits in all right, can maybe fool a drunk bloke, you know, something in a bar, and it fits in pretty well, you know? And so it's, it's just about that. And same thing for a Scottish accent or doing Russian accent, you know, just talking to people, you have maybe conversation or maybe watch video and, and get a little bit out of it and just repeat it, you know, until you can kind of learn it. Uh, Another little tip or trick is tongue position in your mouth. So, uh, for example, doing a Texan accent, you draw your tongue back a little bit and you put more of the emphasis on the back part of your tongue. And it just becomes a little bit easier than, you know, maybe a more tongue forward sort of way of speaking. So it's really about just trying to get those little tips and tricks, but really just watch something, repeat it go again until you feel comfortable and that you've nailed it. Maybe even record yourself doing it, and that can help develop that voice. I have to say, listening to you do all those accents, probably my favorite part of uh, this this episode so far. It's the only part of this episode so far. <laughs> well, that's true. I've, I'm just saying, I really enjoy listening to your different accents. Yeah. Those are, those are you're, you're... Pretty good. Pretty good at that. I am personally terrible at doing accents. I try to come up with them, and and I I I I don't have a talent for it. Um, and, and Seth, don't don't feel bad if you if you struggle with doing an accent or if you don't do one. You can still have just as much fun role playing. I've been role playing for years. Um, but it. Tor, I definitely Tormir has or, or Brandon has some excellent advice on on accents, and I've been playing with Tormir for I keep calling you Tormir. I've been playing with Brandon for years, um, in 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 variety of role playing games, and the accents that he does, are, every single one is is amazing. So I, I I am as impressed as you are, Seth, with with Tormir's accents, or Brandon's accents. So. 
Uh, thanks, thanks for writing this, uh, Seth. And again, everyone else, if you uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us if you have questions, uh, comments. You just want to tell us how much you love our podcast, how much you hate our podcast, uh, anything else. Uh, we'll, if you send us an email, we'll respond back to you, um, uh, or we'll read it on the air like this. So, uh, we've already kind of gone through uh, Brandon's introduction here. So let's go ahead and introduce everyone else to the group. Um, Athir, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. My name's Athir, uh, or rather, uh, Brian. I play Athir, um, a Sir Elf fighter of the group. Uh, I also do accents. This is my Russian accent, and this is my Australian accent. I think they're quite good. I hope you all enjoy those. <laughs> Superb. Spot on. Could not, could not even tell you weren't from Australia. I couldn't even tell it was you, Brian. <laughs> All right. Um, Jethal, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Chris. I play Jethal. Uh, yeah. I, I'm i uh, playing Are you sure Jethal. About that? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just so taken aback by, 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 by Brian's accents. Like, they're just so good. Um, I'm real bad at accents. I'm not even going to try. Uh, but yeah, so I played Jethal, the elf wizard. I'm awesome. And uh, Tabitha, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm uh, Jess. I play Tabitha and Francis. Um, I am also terrible at accents, or if I do have an accent, uh, I do not. My character is terrible at keeping it because I forget from game to game. Uh, so I just don't even try it anymore. Also, with uh, playing characters who are opposite genders, I have trouble remembering that I'm opposite gender, or other people in the group uh, forget that I'm opposite gender, and then it just becomes a whole big thing. So I generally just stick to playing female characters and just move on with my life. But I'm just terrible at remembering what I should be doing. I, th I think that's most of us just in life. I, I never remember what I'm doing most of the time. Can confirm. Wow. <laughs> All right. And uh, last but not least, Tegan, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. I'm the other Chris. Um, I play Tegan, the gnome sorcerer, and I do I try to do accents, but I forget like halfway through. Um, and also my accents start to like mold or meld together so i was doing a, a show with with some kids and i was trying to do hispanic accent and i got halfway through it and it turned caribbean and i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> so the mc's like i don't know where that guy's from but he's fun <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> so <clears throat> if you do start doing accents Make sure you can carry it on through however long your show is or your, or your episode is. Or right. don't. I mean, <laughs> you know, everybody just, we all just start giggling about it. And, you know, be prepared if you do lose your accent that people start having questions. Most importantly, have fun. Right, that's really all it is. And it, the role playing games are exactly that they're games so have fun with it i mean do an accent if you enjoy doing an accent that's awesome people are definitely going to appreciate it and enjoy it but yeah 
do do what do what you enjoy. And that's to everybody out there. So are we all gonna try to do a, a weird accent. I mean, if anyone wants to try to do an accent. Uh, all right, I'm gonna try to do Hispanic Tegan this episode. Hispanic Hispanic Caribbean Tegan. Yes, yes. Just for this episode though, because I can't remember to do no, it. No, just do your normal Caribbean. You- okay. That would be that would be like a. Although it would be funny if somebody like missed an episode and you're all of a sudden like and they just came halfway in and you're just doing an accent. They'd be like, "What's going on? What happened to Tegan?" Do the accent for a short time only. For a limited limited time offer. Yeah. No, no, short. Uh, Hey. (laughs) uh, You got it. That's not right. Got him. You 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 caught him on uh, unprepared on that one. Well done. Aww. He has a short attention span. Thanks, I appreciate it, guys. Y'all are awesome. Let's get back to my napkin in the rain. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> your napkin in the rain. It sounds like a musical. <laughs> that's so, that's song uh, three on one, the. That's one of the. Yeah, Tormir and the berries. Yeah. <laughs> A napkin in the rain. Just a napkin in the rain. Uh, and we will get back to the episode here. So uh, uh, Do we have to teach? I know, I know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, so you, as, as our listeners probably remember, we left off in the uh, middle of a thunderstorm. A tree had fallen while Toromir and Athir were investigating. And uh, right behind, as a lightning crash, they saw a silhouette of what looked like a bear. Um, and then as soon as the uh, their eyes kind of refocus again after the lightning flashes, they get a better look at it based upon at least the flickers of light still remaining off of the campfire. This appears to be an owl bear. I was right. Yay. Or no, I said bugbear. I meant owl bear. Sure. Uh-huh. I was close. Closer than all you people. There, there was bear involved. <laughs> okay, so, like, I am i haven't been gaming all that long. You'll have to describe it to me. All right, so an owl bear. Uh, this is, look, has the body of a powerful brown bear, but it's it's a pretty... Owl bears are generally, the, at least originally, were based on magical experimentation, but... It's rumored that uh, whatever creature or whatever wizard created them, they escaped, and eventually they were able to interbreed with other similar species and produce more owl bears. Um, but generally, they have the face of like a great horned owl, and they generally have feathers on uh, coming off their forearms and taloned claws, uh, or talons instead of like bear claws. Oh. Mm. Bear claws sounds good. I could go for some bear claws. But yeah, they're 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 pretty big. They're they're at least you know probably somewhere around four to four and a half tegans tall. Excellent. For those playing the at home game, that is probably about twelve feet. No, that's about like nine feet tall. Okay. (laughs) No, no, it's closer to twelve. Honest, it's closer to (laughs) twelve. Depends on who he's talking to. (laughs) <laughs> all right so we have right now a fear and tormir and the owl bear can all roll initiative 
And any uh, after the first round of combat, we will do perception checks from everybody else to see if anyone wakes up on their own or anyone can attempt to anyone who is awake can attempt to wake somebody up and give them a significant bonus to their perception check. Um, would uh, Francis have woken up when all this was going on? Francis will be allowed to have a perception check as well, but he does not wake up automatically. Oh, OK. I didn't know since he's a little bit more smell oriented. He has a pretty good sense or pretty well, it's it's also difficult to, to have a good sense of smell in the middle of a thunderstorm too. All he smells is wet badges. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Tormir, what'd you get on your initiative? I rolled a fifteen. And a Theer, what'd you get? I got a twenty-one. Alright. And the owl bear goes on twenty-six. So, the owl bear catching you guys relatively unaware, as Tormir is, you know, uh, Athir was going, was heading up to go and investigate, but it charges right past Athir and tries to attack Tormir. Dun 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 dun. So it is going to go ahead and make an attack roll. Fossils. Dun dun dun. Uh, does a 25 hit your armor class? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so it hits you with a Talon. He's very talented. And does 10 damage. They are very, very sharp Talons. And that is his turn, because he spent the first showing up, then running up to you and attacking you. So, after the owlbear goes, Athir. Alright, I will take my first action to draw my Felshian. Um, uh, I will yell to Tormir to go wake the others, and I will use my second act action to run up to the bugbear, and, or the owlbear, and then my third action will be to take a attack. At the uh, bear. Go ahead and play. Go ahead and move your character to wherever you would move next to the owl bear at. Okay. So and and uh, did you say that you were using one of your actions to yell at Tormir? Because you don't have to use an action for that. You can just declare no. that you're yelling. First action is to draw the blade. Second action yeah. is to move, and third action is to attack. Got it. Okay. Sounds good. So go ahead and make your attack roll. Okay. So I got a thirty-two. That is a hit. Uh, I'm sorry, where is the bear at? It's this uh, big right there. Oh, okay, thing. I'm sorry. I couldn't tell if that was a bear or an outcropping on the map. Oh, no problem. Uh, that actually is a critical hit uh, on the Eight. bear. Uh, 22. Uh, slashing. 22. All right. The owl bear kind of lets out this sort of Mixture of a growl and a screech in pain. It sounds like it's like one of those two-tone growls. It's kind of creepy sounding. But yeah, you, you get him pretty good. Okay. Because I, I, and I have Forceful on my weapon. Does that... Um, let me look that up real quick. I thought that what, was... what does Forceful do? I thought it pushes them back, if I remember correctly. Let me look real quick. Oh... 
Oh, help helps to actually look up the ability. I just look up Pathfinder 2E. I was like, why am I not getting any results? Um, okay. No, it's it's a second attack. Okay. It's my, uh, I have an ability if I use, it forces them back, and that's the uh, brutish shove. So, never mind. That completes my turn. Uh, so then after you goes Tormir. All right. Uh, well, I'm a bit concerned to move away in case the Albear moves past us. And so I will enter Mountain Stance as one action while also yelling at the top of my lungs because I'm ready to hit this guy barehanded. Um, <laughs> and no. then uh, I will not allow it. I will flirt if blows into a normal strike. Okay. So how many actions is Mountain Strike or Mountain Stance? One. One? Okay. All right. So one. All right. Does a 21 hit? 21 does hit. All right. That will be six damage bludgeoning. Okay. Does an 18 hit? An 18 does not hit. All right, and then my last eight will not hit. Okay. All right, and that is all of your actions, correct? Correct. All right, Tabitha, what'd you get on your perception check? Um, I got a perception of... Hold on, let me double check it. Uh, my perception was 23, and then I rolled a, just a d20 for... Uh, Francis, and he got a four. I didn't know how you wanted me to do perception for Francis. He so he he is your he adds your level plus uh, two. So uh, I'm sorry, so your not level very plus, good. Your level plus four. So your level's three and four is seven. So eleven overall is Francis's. Okay. And then um, so Francis does not wake up in round one. However, Tabitha does. So I would have, as soon as I woke up, I would have, like, nudged him. Okay. So I don't know if that would have helped him, would have added to his. Uh, uh, you can do that. You can nudge him as one of your actions if you'd like on your turn. Well, I would I would just call, I would, instead of newsing an action, I would have, like, said his name. and. Okay. Thank That'll help him, because you guys will be able to get up. Uh, the, the DC to wake up is a lot lower every other round. Um, so, Jethal, what did you roll to... Oh, do I get any other actions? Or are you no, just... no, this is just for you waking up, whether or not oh, you wake okay. up oh, at the sorry. end of the round. No problem. Okay. Yeah, I got a 25 on my perception. Okay, Jethal, you also wake up to the commotion. And Tegan, what do you roll in your perception? I got a surprising 24. That usually doesn't happen. That is a surprising 24, but that is good enough to also wake up to the commotion. So pretty much the only person who seems to be snoozing at the moment is Francis. Everyone else is wide awake. He snores very badly. I think he has a sinus congestion right now. All right. So I, I wouldn't badger him about it, though. Oh, okay. Wow, that's right. three in a row. Those of you who were asleep, 
just so you're aware, you are prone at the current moment, and I assume you guys don't sleep in your armor, assuming you're wearing armor. Um, I would sleep in my uh, leather armor. Okay. I believe that's what I'm wearing. Would make sense. I just have robes on. If you're... um, There are some penalties involved in wearing armor to sleep. um, But I think rangers specifically get to ignore them. So... I will I will double check that uh, another time. I'm not going to look it up in the middle of combat. So um, first of all, we will have the owl bear goes first, and he got pr- hit pretty hard by a thier. So I think he's going to try to to uh, waylay a thier. So first of all, since he's in close with him, he's going to try to slam you with his beak. Does a 24 hit your armor class, Aether? It does indeed. It does? Okay. And for damage on that, he deals 13 damage. Okie dokie. And then uh, he also makes a claw attack at Toromir at the same time. Or a Talon attack, rather. See, Tormir does a twenty-nine hit your armor class. A little bit. <laughs> All right, and you take nine damage from that attack. Ouch. And then with his last, oh, I'm sorry, uh, subtract five off of that attack. Uh, does a twenty-four hit your armor class, rather? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and then with his last action, he. Unleashes a terrifyingly loud scream. Uh, everyone who is conscious and is within 80 feet of him, uh, so all of you except for Francis, um, has to make a will save as he makes this large, loud, like triumphant sounding or intimidating sounding growl. Uh, so we'll go around here. Tormir, what did you get on your will save? 22. Okay, you're fine. Jathal? Where are will saves at? Uh, under your defenses, I believe. That's under the character tab. Character tab, saving throws. It's in the middle, towards the top. Thank you. I got a 23. Okay, you are also fine. Uh, Athir? 22. You are also fine. And by fine, I'll, I'll explain what fine is. Uh, in a moment. Uh, Tegan? I got an 18. And uh, lastly, Tabitha? I got a 16. All right, so... You said I don't need to make one for Francis. You do not need to make one for Francis because he's asleep. So, if you critically succeeded, which no one did, then you are unaffected. If you normal succeeded, which uh, that would be... Tormir, Jathal, and Athir, each of you gain the frightened condition of one. Hooray, I'm not frightened. Uh, is that because of your bravery, bravery ability? Well, that is correct. Fighters get bravery, so if we succeed, it's reduced by one. I believe I also am not affected by... Uh, fear... Didn't we have... I don't think you have anything that makes you immune to fear, unless it's a, one of your feats. 
Uh, no, I just have the halfling luck, and no. There, I remember there was a, one of the other racial options. I think we were options. talking about doing yeah, it. There is a halfling racial ability of fearless halflings that you that was one of the options you could have taken, which is similar to that fighter ability. Um, so those of you who failed have frightened two, and no one critically failed. No one got below a ten. So anyone who got critically fails begins fleeing from him so so tony if there's any benefits to critical success on that besides not being frightened um i would receive that as well because uh bravery changes my success to a critical success there's no additional effects other than being unaffected by it um everyone by the way if he does scream again are immune for the next 10 rounds to the screams effects Sweet. Uh, regardless of whatever else happened. So, by the way, Frightened uh, just subtracts the number of Frightened away from your rolls. So those of you with Frightened 1, subtract 1 from all your D20 rolls, essentially. Your attacks, How long does that last? Uh, it lasts a round. Uh, if you have Frightened 2, you have minus 2 to all of them, and then at the end of the round, it goes down to 1 for the next round, until then after that, it goes to nothing. So it kind of it spooked you, and uh, for specifically uh, Tegan and Tabitha, they are slightly more spooked, and so they'll be scared for two rounds as opposed to one for everybody else, uh, or zero in a Thier's case. Does uh does this wake up uh Francis? This will make his perception check a DC five. So it, it unless he rolls a natural one, he will wake up at the end of the round. Uh, but we will wait till the end of the round to find that out. So first of all, Jathal, you are awake and a little bit scared. Yep, a little bit scared is right. Uh, I mean, we're going to stand up, clearly. Uh, okay, that's one action. Walk out of my tent. Uh, uh, I guess just standing up is one action, huh? Yeah, I, I'll allow you to stand up and leaving your tent all being one action. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna see this thing and be like, "What is that?" Uh, and I'm gonna light it, try and light it on fire with produce flame. Okay. Uh, God, I can't remember. I gotta remember how to do this. Uh, yeah, just do that. So, 21. 21 hits. All right. That's six fire damage. All right. He does not like being burned. This bear is on fire. He is on fire. All of it. All of it. All the fire. All right. Uh, Tegan. Oh, that was that all three of your actions there, first of all? Yeah, that was all three. Yep. Okay. Tegan, you're up. Um, I'm going to do something similar, except I'm going to hear that thing, and I'm going to come up off of my tent and running out of my tent. Um, so, um, can I, do I have to take an action to see if anybody's hurt? To perceive that anybody's hurt? Um, I'll allow you to, to have to, to perceive and notice without an action. Okay. So, I'm going to look, obviously, the two people that are, um, in the middle of the owlbear, is there one that looks more hurt than the other? Can I tell that? Or if they're um, both really bad hurt? 
So at a glance, you can tell if they are above, if they, one, if they're injured, and two, if they're above or below half. Uh, both of them are above half health, so neither of them are critically injured at this point. All right, so... Um, I mean, it's up to the players of those th- them to tell you how injured they are, but... I mean, they, they can literally tell you the numbers of hit points they have left. There's nothing, there's nothing in the rules against that. Okay, so I'm way over here. Can I get... Can I get to them and still? Oh no, heal is two actions, and moving's an action, right? Well, you you can you can heal as one action, so you could make it all the way over there to um to that square right there. Yeah. And you can cast the one action heal yeah. if you want to. Yeah, I'll do the one action heal, and I'll just do it to whoever's on the left hand side. Okay. Uh, on the left would be Tormir. So do you want to go ahead and move your character over there? Yeah. Let me see if I can do that right. All right, and then I believe the one action heal will heal. Um, are you going to heighten it? Yeah. Okay, so that would do 2d8 plus 1, then, in that case. And that's with the staff, right? The the staff is what's giving you the plus 1. All right. There we go. Uh, 8. I rolled a 1. That sucks. It's only one of them was a one. Uh, so Tormir, you heal for eight damage. Uh, and I believe that's all three of your actions, correct, Tegan? Yep, I'm done. All right. And Tabitha, you're up. So I use one action to stand up. Okay. Um, I would, I would have had my bow uh, strung. That makes sense. Because I would have been, uh, since I was on watch, and I would have been prepared since we were out in the wilderness to uh, basically be ready when, you know. Uh, So I would draw an arrow and fire at the, uh, see that's one action to stand. Would it be stand and grab my bow at the same time? So, standing up, drawing your weapon, that's two actions. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Uh, and then I will shoot once. Okay. Don't you have the one ability where you can shoot twice with a single action? Um, I have hunted shot, and... um, No, it's my second attack is at a negative three instead of a negative five. So it's not a double shot. It just gives me a uh, less. Oh, wait, no. No, I can make two quick shots against the the one I'm hunting, but that's. A... Oh, but you didn't you didn't designate him as hunted prey yet. No. So I okay. would have to mark him first before. And so I will just do I'll just do a single shot. But then I also uh, call to Francis to wake him up. Okay. But Go ahead. Like, Francis, get up. Uh, and then I would shoot my arrow. Sorry about forgetting my abilities. No problem. We haven't had combat in a while, so. So that was an attack of 12 with a damage of 5. All right. Well, a 12 does not hit, unfortunately. 
Oh, come on. Well, especially since that's lowered by two, so that would have been a ten. Since I was startled. Oh, yeah, because you're frightened. I forgot about that. Oh, and technically, actually, Jethal, you were frightened, too, weren't you? Yeah, so yours would have been one lower. So yours does not hit. It doesn't? With a nope. <sighs> Sorry. Remembering, cra- um, remembering stuff and all that. I feel like the uh, the kid who told the teacher about uh, the uh, the quiz that we were supposed to have or the homework. Jeez. Were we supposed to have mean? a pop quiz today? <laughs> well, we know the magic number. Yeah. I'm sorry. The magic number's really high. <laughs> all right, Tabitha, is that your whole turn? Yes, I believe that's all my actions because I don't. I can uh, fire because I've got a hundred and fifty range and i'm only 20 away yeah you know, you, have, you have plenty of range or you're, you're well within range it's just you know you ran out of actions mostly yeah mostly uh, uh all right a fear you're up next all right here let's see let's um let's take another hack at this guy with my uh falchion here and see if we can dissuade him from taking any further action against our group here so let's um Let's see what we get. Uh, I'm assuming since the Thal's 20 missed, that a 16 is also a miss. 16 is also a miss. Darn. Um, all right. I will do... I'm going to try to... Well, I, I, is this, I'm assuming this guy is uh, bigger than me, right? Yeah, not tremendously bigger than you, but he's a few feet taller than you are. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out whether a brutish shove would work against this guy since it's saying it's my size or smaller. So I'm assuming he's slightly bigger, so that wouldn't work, right? Yeah, he is a larger size category than you. All right, I'll just take another attack. Um, And that is a 27. Is that with the penalty for multiple attacks? It is. Sweet. Well, that is a, a successful hit. And that would be eight damage slashing. All right. All right. And then, um, let me see. I, um, uh, I don't know if moving would would do us any good here. Uh, well, no. I want to stay within range of Tegan, so I'll just take another attack, just to see if I can hit him. But I don't think a nine is good enough. Nine is not going to pull it off. Just barely missed it. Just barely. Just barely. Is that your turn, Athir? That's three actions, yep. All right. Tormir, you're up. All right. I will uh, start off with a flurry of blows. I don't think I'm going to be able to hit on a 19 and a 9. Neither of those will hit. Hmm. I guess I'll just desperately uh, try to hit two more times, I guess. And I will miss on those with a 15 and a 4. That is unfortunate. We are doing oh so well. We are the best. I mean, you you did get surprised by this giant half-owl, half-bear in the middle of the night during a thunderstorm, so... True. So we are at the bottom of the round now. Um, all right, uh, 
Tabitha, would you like to go ahead and give me a D20 roll for the for Francis to wake up? Anything but a natural one Woo! will wake him up. He rolled a nat 20. Well, there you go. That is definitely a wake up. So Francis kind of <laughs> startles himself awake at the uh, scream that the owlbear did. And uh, he will get to act on his initiative when he uh, when he goes. All right, no, he he acts on your initiative. I'm sorry. And what was his movement again? I couldn't remember. Uh, his movement is 25 feet. Okay, so he'll make it there for an attack. He should be able to make move. it there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's he's, only 20 feet. Yeah, it's... So, uh, but, and, and he gets to, you get to choose, you get to move him. He doesn't have his own turn, so. Oh, okay. You, you spend your actions to give him actions, essentially. Right, right, right. I remember that. I just, I wanted to make sure yeah. that, that his action was good. So now that the owl bear has screamed, he, uh, his attacks are slightly, uh, more angry, I guess. Ferocious. Uh, yeah, we'll go for ferocious. That sounds like a good term. Um, so we're first of all going to go ahead and attack a Thier because he is the one who keeps hitting us. Uh, does a 30 hit your armor class, Athir? Why, yes, it does. All right. Just wailing on you guys. All right. So that is nine damage to Athir. Okay. Uh, but because his attacks are slightly more ferocious, I need you to make a fortitude save. Fortitude. Fourteen. 14 is not a success. So you are sickened one and slowed one. Okay. I mean, I was already kind of sickened because he looks kind of ugly. So. Uh, do you know what those do? No, not at all. Okay. So sickened is that you have a... You, uh, you essentially you have status on all checks and DCs. Um, and you can't willingly ingest anything, uh, including elixirs and potions, while sickened. Um, you remain sickened uh, until you successfully attempt to recover. So it takes one. It takes a single action, um, and uh, that you essentially get another fortitude save. If you pass the fortitude save, then you are no longer sickened. Uh, and you, the the slowed effect uh, normally would would you would lose one every turn, but you are slowed as long as you are sickened. And slow is you lose that many actions each turn. So instead of three actions, you have two actions a turn until you are no longer sickened. So that was his big attack, and then we'll make another attack on a fear. Does a 27, or I'm sorry, does a 22 hit you? Yes. Okay. And that's 7 damage. And the last attack will be on Tormir. Does a 20 hit you, Tormir? Finally, it does not. All right. He misses. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I correct myself. It does a 10 hit you, Tormir. Definitely not. Thanks. Uh, so he, he misses you big time. And that is the owlbear's turn. He hits pretty hard. 
Jathal, it is your turn. He does hit hard. Uh, I- I'm just going to try and set him on fire again. It worked well last time. It, it actually didn't work well last time because he missed with the... Frame. Oh, God. That's a zero. I thought he made it. <laughs> no, because he missed by one. Oh, that's right. From, from 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 your pop quiz there, Tabitha. I didn't. <laughs> uh, all right, so it looks like you rolled a zero. I rolled a zero. Yep. You rolled a zero. I rolled a, na- a one. Oh, jeez. So, right. But you did yep. critical damage on that one. You did maximum yeah. damage on the... Yeah. If that would have helped. You accidentally... So the, the, there's a tent over right behind Ethere, um <laughs> that is now uh, slightly okay. uh, scorched. I, I'm not... You didn't burn it down. It, the fire was quickly put out by the rain. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely... There's, there's now a hole in it. Mm. Oh, not me tent! <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, and then I'm just gonna shield myself. Okay. Because why not? Sounds good. And then I'm done. Uh, up next is Tegan. Let's do the heal. On... Oh, we're not frightened anymore. I still am. Uh, those who are frightened two are frightened one now. So that yeah, would be. Right. That was frightened one. So I actually rolled a negative one. No, no, Jathal wasn't frightened anymore that turn. Alright, so this is going to be my signature spell. I'll do the heal, but the heightened version. Okay. So with the heightened version, uh, uh, it's uh, 1d8 plus 16. Plus 1. Plus 1. From your staff. Yay, staff. So who are you healing, first of all? Uh, Ethere. Okay. He got wailed on. So 1d8 plus 16. So you got how much? 19? 19. Yeah. Okay, sweet. I had to take one more hit from this guy. <laughs> right. Um, and then I don't think there's any anything else I can do. How many second level spells do you have left? I have one left after this. I mean, you could use your one action heal one more time for 2d8 plus one. Yeah, I thought there was one where I could do something to his uh, to his uh, sword. I forgot what that one was called. Yeah, magic weapon. Uh, I don't know how many. I think that's at least two actions, though. Yeah, it's two actions. Oh, well. Is heal only one action? No, heals two actions. The one, the version you just used is two actions. Oh, that's right. I can do the the one D action. Yeah, let me do that. Okay. Who are you gonna heal with this one? Uh, I'll do. I'll probably do Aether again. Okay. Aether looks looks pretty healthy right now. Oh, just does? to let you know. Uh, All he, right, I'll he, do. He looks like he he recovered pretty good after that heal. So, so I think it's well, just one D eight then. 2d8 plus one. Yeah, cool. Assuming you're using the second level spell version, you can always use it as a first level spell as well. Uh, the first level spell is just the 1d8. Yeah, just the 1d8, right? Yeah. What if you use it as a first level spell? It'd be 1d8 plus one. 
Yeah, those you still get the plus one from your staff regardless. Yeah, I think the second level spell isn't it. I think it's two actions. That's why I'm only using the first level spell because one action, right? Oh no, it, it's it's how many actions you spend on the spell, not what level of spell you're casting. Oh. But you can cast it as a first or a second level spell. The first level spell does, like, for example, the one action version of the first level spell does 1d8. Yeah. The second level does 2d8, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. But you only have so many first level spell slots and so many second level spell slots and so on and so forth. Yeah. So I'm going to save my second level spell slot for something else next round. So, Tormir, you get seven. All right. I am uh, feeling much better. Sweet. All right. That's my turn. After you goes Tabitha. Um, I have Francis go forward and attack him. Okay. Uh, you can go ahead and roll for Francis. Just go ahead and roll a d20. Okay. That is a three. Good job, Francis. Okay. Francis uh, has a 10 overall with that. Um, and then I am, so that was two of my actions, correct? That's one. You spend one action to give Francis two actions. Okay. So you have two left yourself. Uh, so then I mark the bugbear, or not bugbear, I want to keep calling him bugbear, the owlbear as my prey, and then I shoot him twice. Okay. Sounds good. So he is now my hunted uh, prey. And then, so then I just fire my short bow. Uh, it, my attack is 24, so 23 since I'm still startled. Okay, that still hits. Uh, I have a damage of 4. Okay. And then... Your second shot? Do I just hit the number 2 or next to my short bow? I believe so, yes. Yeah, yep. that'll automatically Ooh, have a negative. Nat 20. Nice. Uh, and it's a 4 on that. Although, is it taking off 6, or is it taking off just the 3? It's taking off 5 for it. That one's taking off 5, so I think we'll have to mod it. So it's 2 higher than that. 26, minus 1 for Frightened, so 25, plus 10, so 35 overall. And then the critical damage on that is a 4. Okay. All right, so you this girl is on fire. You, you, you. Well, he's not on fire yet. Uh, Tormir's tent's on fire, but hey, you said it was singed, not on fire. Come on, now. that dwarf is tent's on fire. <laughs> no, that doesn't work as well. That, that totally doesn't work. All right, I I'll think that's now. that's I all apologize. your actions there, Tabitha. Uh, that would be. Let's see, I used one for marking, one for sending Francis over there, and then one shot. That's my three actions. Next is Athir. All right. Since this guy's been picking on me, you know, I feel like I owe him a favor of, of picking on him back. So I'm going to attack again with this nice falchion of mine that's uh, going to do some 26 attack. 26 to hit? Yep. That that will hit. How about some 13 Woo-hoo. damage on that sucker? Ouch. Well done. All right. 
does he still want to stick around? Because if he does, I'm going to take another attack against him. Well, uh, it's not his turn to decide whether or not he's going Ooh. to stick around. So, All right. So how about a 23 okay. that for will, my second attack? That will also hit. All right. And that would be uh, 10 slashing. All right. And those are my attacks for the, since I am slow. You are a little slow right now. All right. And up next is Tormir. Well, I can't possibly fail two times in a row, so I'll do the exact same <laughs> thing. Flurry of blows into two attacks. You mean four times in a row? Shh. Famous last words. All right. Well, it's not terrible. Um, so 13's going to miss, 11's going to miss, however, a 30 should hit. 30 is a hit. A, a 30 is not a crit, however. And that is 12 damage. So, all right, 12 damage. And after that 30, the owlbear is kind of like, he like kind of tries to claw at you one more time and just like whatever the the last punch you did with all the other slash marks and wounds in him he looks like he was about to like turn and run because uh in just the last round well actually mostly just between tabitha ethere and tormir you guys took away half his entire health pool in one round um he was gonna turn around and run away because he was below half health but you finished him off and he falls over and stops whoop, whoop. moving. He's not dead, right? Uh... Oh, you want to stabify him? Yeah, dead, I don't, so I don't have to. So I don't have to go hunting again. He oh, wants to coup de grace. You still have one more day before you'd have to do that. Oh, um, okay. because you, you can he... go for. He is. He is technically not dead. All right. Yeah, I'll go over there. He's just mostly dead. He's just finish him. So you, I go you finish him. Finish him. Right. Your soul is mine. All right. <laughs> so you stab him, and yeah. now he is dead. Cool. And I got two days of food. Yeah, buddy. He Just did. no berries. No berries. So sad. No taste good food. You know, I wonder if this is what was bugging the town. I mean, how close are we to the town? I suppose we're kind of close. You're about probably another day and a half from the town at this point. We're a little ways away. Maybe. Well, also depends on where uh, where it was attacking. Like, if it was attacking the town, it might be different than if it was attacking, like, an outlying area. Yeah, we don't know yet, obviously. So, I guess we'll have to find out from Wayne. So Tabitha, you uh, you just kind of based on your knowledge of animals, you're probably the most knowledgeable person on animal behavior here. Uh, having seen it and finished it off here just now, you you're probably sure that um, the owl bear was likely attacking mostly because it was frightened due to the storm. I don't choose to tell the. That's fine. I, he doesn't look like he's sick, so maybe he was just. Oh, maybe we did something to startle him. I 
so are we going back to sleep or are we staying up or i don't know what time it is uh you guys are about four hours into your rest at this point so that's not enough for tegan to get his spells back uh no you guys would need another couple hours of rest for tegan and jethal to get their spells back i'd mm-hmm. say we um at least let them get more rest that would be awesome i like second level spells yep we like, like second level spells, especially since you're our healer. <laughs> Tormir can heal too, actually. If you Just all don't, don't mind, if right. y'all don't mind, uh, I'd like to rest up a bit, uh, recover a little bit. I took a few hits there. Somebody wants to take watch. I can take watch. Francis and I are still keyed up. He's kind of upset that he didn't really get to do anything. All right, I'm going to go hit the hay. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Everyone else goes to sleep. Tabitha, would you like to go ahead and give me a perception check? Maybe. Just maybe. 21. All right. Uh, For the most part, your uh, watch goes uneventfully. You do notice that... Uh, in during the night or during your watch, you see the edge of the storm uh, begin approaching you, and you know that you're probably less than an hour away from the storm being completely passed. Uh, by the time the uh, everyone else wakes up, uh, the storm will have completely abated. Very nice. So, um, and after that, uh, the rest of the group wakes up for the day, and we will find out where their journeys take them next time. Oh, I was so close to doing something cool. Where you, you did? I think you did a lot of cool stuff. I mean, you kept the group going when they, the owl there was, was wailing true. on them. Yeah, yeah you, that was you, fun. You healed a lot, so. It's it's Good my stuff. it's my cheerleader move while I heal. It gives that extra push. To oh, team! Don't die! <laughs> right. <laughs> aether, aether, he's our man. If he can't do it, anybody can, or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we should end this episode before I say something else. <laughs> so we will come back next time. Thanks again, everyone, for checking us out. Uh, again, as a reminder, uh, please send us emails, uh, questions, comments. Uh, let us know what you think of the podcast. We'll, if we uh, get if we get anything from you, we'll read it on air and uh, and let you know. Uh, give you any advice that we can. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks again, uh, and in the meantime, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.